When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1643, The Seven Gifts of a Long, Healthy Enough Marriage, by Dr. Margaret Rutherford of drmargaretrutherford.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to ORD with me, your host and narrator, Greg Audino. This is the daily show that's all about helping you improve your relationships through the reading of some of the best blogs on relationship building and doing so in about 10 minutes or less. Today, we'll be hearing from Dr. Margaret Rutherford, whose work I always love to share. So let's jump right in and start optimizing your life. The Seven Gifts of a Long, Healthy Enough Marriage by Dr. Margaret Rutherford of drmargaretrutherford.com Marriage is not for chickens. A few years ago, I wrote a post about what marriage is and what it isn't. It went wildly viral on the Huffington Post and ultimately became a beautiful little gift book. Since then, I've given even more thought to how a healthy or healthy enough marriage or long-term relationship changes you. What does a person gain from the experience of commitment? How does growing together as a couple change you for the better? Why do you look forward to coming in the back door after a long day and hearing your other half puttering around the kitchen? What causes you to stick around as someone else makes mistakes or hurts your feelings? What keeps us from moving on to a newer model, someone with whom you could, or think you might, recreate that physical lust and love of so long ago? Here are seven answers to those questions. Number one, watching someone else live their life very differently than you expands you as a person. There's a widespread belief that dogs and their owners start to look like each other. What happens with your human companion? Is there something similar that happens with couples? Not necessarily in physical appearance, although that can happen, but in how you experience life. Understanding the ways each of you may look at the world, you can realize that your perceptions are just that, perceptions, and that your partner's perceptions might be vastly different than yours from time to time. If you don't spend time fighting about who's right and who's wrong, about how things are perceived, this is an opportunity to grow as individuals and as a couple. Number two. Seeing someone else falter, make mistakes, or downright fail can lead to compassion. You watch him lose his job and become depressed. You watch her work way too hard and burn out. You observe each other trying to parent, the toughest job of all. Maybe you would have judged that in the past, but you're not as likely to anymore after spending years together. Instead, you support them getting back and getting back on track. It's not that we can't see our partner's weaknesses, but in a healthy partnership, we come to understand them. Number three, you can experience true trust. 
There's a scene in On Golden Pond when Catherine Hepburn, usually quite understanding of her daughter Jane Fonda's barrage of complaints about her father, slaps her suddenly in the middle of calling him an SOB. She states flatly, That old SOB happens to be my husband. When you're in a long-term relationship, you can have a deep sense of allegiance to your partner, and you hopefully feel that this is reciprocated. This bond can provide you with a true feeling of trusting and being trusted, which can be a very grounding experience. Number four, having a daily touchstone lends a sense of security. Someone who knows where you are, what you're doing with your day. Even though it may be pseudo-security or a false sense of control, it's still often helpful emotionally. If you got into trouble, they would be there. You're loved. You're missed. You're valued. You're cared for. You're part of a team. Sadly, this is often the reason why people stay unhappily married. They're scared to be by themselves and having to deal with the hardships that are a result of not having that sense of security. Number five, compromise helps you stay open and giving. If you acquiesce, that doesn't work. If one of you is a martyr or a dictator, that dynamic doesn't work either. But healthy compromise, meaning not always getting what you want and respecting what your partner wants or needs, that's compromise. Through the years, you help one another experience what you want or can have from life. Compromise is a true mark of a healthy relationship when it comes to conflict or disagreements. You value your relationship over your own ego and need to be right. Number six, you can feel competent. After I divorced the second time, I was afraid I didn't have what it took to be coupled. Perhaps I was too weak or not able to sustain loyalty. Maybe I was a whiner or selfish. There was a lot of shame, doubt, and uncertainty. With time, the ache of failure dissipated, and the acknowledgement that I had the capacity to get through hard times with a partner has been proven. And competence is a good feeling. This isn't to say that you should stay in a perpetually unhappy, or worse, abusive relationship. However, it feels good to dig deep and work hard on the relationship, while taking responsibility for your own vulnerabilities and how they impact your partnership. And number seven, you share an unparalleled depth of experience with your partner. After a divorce, I frequently hear, when my daughter did something awesome, I used to look across the room and see him looking back at me, with the same proud look in his eyes as I knew were in mine. I really miss that. Long-term relationships have an innate complexity to them, not to be found in their newer counterparts. The threads between two people are woven in an intricate pattern of light and dark, shimmer and shade. Pull one thread, and the others shift in response. This only comes with time as you share and face experiences together. All of this said, let's face it, sometimes marriage is boring. You hear and tell the same stories over and over, you get irritated by the same things that have always irritated you, and will continue to irritate you. Hang in there. Wait until the second act. There's lots of good stuff that happens after the intermission. You just listened to the post titled, the Seven Gifts of a Long, Healthy Enough Marriage by Dr. Margaret Rutherford of drmargaretrutherford.com Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. 
It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. And a really wonderful post from Dr. Margaret. Thank you so much to her for this one. Needless to say, it's a great list and one that I hope struggling couples will come back to and check in with when they need to. Though, I would also recommend any healthy couple to return to this article as well. Perhaps as a uh, preventative measure, call it that. You know, a lot of the time, the reason we get to struggling in relationships is because we do take things for granted along the way. And we have a hard time staying in touch with the long-term benefits of what we're building. So, happy couples might think of this list as a, a gratitude checklist. You know, a list of items they can keep top of mind on a day-to-day basis, serving as a great defense against polluting thoughts of frustration that might slowly make their way in over time. Not much different than any other gratitude practice that helps us appreciate the little things, uh, the, the slow builds over time. That's going to do it for today, though, everyone. As always, I thank you so much for joining me and making another episode possible. Do enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, maybe listen to this one a few more times over. And I'll talk to you again tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.